You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Good evening. Welcome to Love Logical DNA Not Required. This is Michelle L. Anderson coming to you live from Podcast Detroit Royal Oak Studios. We are looking forward to intriguing and entertaining you every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Let me start today's show by saying thank you for joining our family, which is biological by nature, love logical by choice, DNA not required. Well, good evening, good evening, good evening. This is Michelle L. Anderson with Love Logical DNA Not Required, and I want to thank you for listening in this evening. I have my co-host, my my handsome son, Delon Kennedy, next to me. Hello, everybody. And I have my Love Logical brother, Bob Montgomery, here today as my guest. Hello, everybody. And I have Bob's significant other here. And she wants me to tell you she's Mary B. Funky. Hi, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I told you I was going to say it. (laughs) It's a real name, honey. I wanted to share. um, It was placed on my heart to have Bob as my guest. Bob is probably one of the most warm-hearted men I know. He has a true love logical heart and bob is he is everything that love logical is he's blended he's extended um adopted and some adoption in there and fostering too because didn't chuck start off as foster yes yes you're gonna make me cry so he's everything (laughs) (laughs) and in his extended family as we talk here, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about his his personal family, and then we're going to talk about his extended family, which extends out to chickens, yes, and ducks, yes, and dogs, yes, and cats. Love them all. So, <laughs> and he has the perfect, perfect significant other in in Mary, because. She loves every all of his his family, biological and love logical. So they just it's just wonderful. So Bob, did you want to share how we met? How me I'll let and you, you share. Met? Yes. <clears throat> yeah. We uh worked together at Chrysler. Mm-hmm. Um let me see. When I first met you, you came at we were in the fourth floor suite. Yes. Yes, and you came over, and I remember you coming over and saying hi. Uh, mm-hmm. You were introduced. Uh, uh, who was your cost leader at that time? I mean, you didn't have a cost leader. I think it was Rick. No, we didn't have one then. That The cost it lead started just, after that, yeah. but Jeff Marin. Jeff, yeah. Jeff Marin came, brought my, you over. My supervisor, basically. Yes. Mm-hmm. Introduced you. And I don't know. Bob and I just clicked. Yep. We just clicked. I saw his his American flag. And all of his Navy paraphernalia and everything that he had in his in his cube. And I shared with him that my son Ooh, yeah. was also a Navy vet. <laughs> <laughs> Once a sailor, always a sailor. Yeah. Always. And and it just it just went from there. And Bob, he's so special because he always has a calm demeanor. Even when he's upset, he has a calm demeanor. And he sat back in the corner. He um, he's very particular about who he mm. shares his time and everything with. And I don't know what happened, but we kind of just really grew into where we're family. You know, Bob introduced me. Oh, Bob sells eggs. <laughs> the best eggs you've the ever had eggs in your life. Ever had in your life. And when I say Bob sells eggs, and this is not for you all, no, you are not going to take my eggs away from right. me. <laughs> but Bob has chickens. Janelle would have something to say about that. Too. Oh, Janelle oh, yeah. would. Oh, oh Janelle yeah. definitely would. Bob has how many chickens do you two have now? Oh, about eighty. About eighty. Yeah. I was going to say it's more of her right now with the egg stuff. It's more of her because she, you know. Spoils the chickens quite well. Do you? 
Yes, I do. <laughs> Many have names. Uh-huh. Okay, I have to. Okay, we got to tell the story about the rooster. Oh, you're talking about Frederick. Yes, I'm talking oh. about Frederick. <laughs> Frederick, the neighborhood wanderer. Yes. He was so smart. Please tell them about Frederick and his um, escapades and how he would actually leave and come back. Well, Every day. There's only there's only so much room for uh so many roosters in a in a hen house. Mm-hmm. And, and there was three of them at that point. So Frederick didn't like the attention, shall we say, he was getting. <laughs> so every morning we let him out, and he would just run across the meadow and straight over the neighbor's yard to where they had chickens, but no rooster. <laughs> <laughs> and every night, Frederick would come back and come in with everybody else and close them up, and every morning he'd do the exact same thing. What was funny is Bob had a video. Oh, that was the funniest video. Of Frederick. Him creeping back? No, it was when he was looking to leave, and he was looking from side to side, like he was trying to see if the dog was out there or not. (laughs) And then instead of going straight across the meadow, he literally ran along the the bushes. Tree line in the back. The tree line. Yeah, he, (laughs) he ran that way because I guess the dog was out. So yeah. so he couldn't be seen. He ran along the tree line. And I said, this is so smart for an animal. It's like the movie Chickens. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I do have to add, we would sit in the gazebo at night and just wait for him to come back to close the barn down. He would actually get to about the back of the garage, mm-hmm. and then he'd start looking to see if anybody was watching him creep back. <laughs> he was just, he was very comical. For those um, city people like myself, Delon, mm. and Mary, you just don't imagine. Bob, you're not a city person. You are city, aren't you? Kind of half and half. Okay, but you don't imagine these these roosters and chickens taking on the personalities that they have. Mm-hmm. And then how many ducks do you have now? We have six. Yes. Mm-hmm. Seven. 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 <laughs> oh, that's right. We have Khaki, which kind of She like, adopted us. She adopted us. So. Oh, so she just moved in. Yes, yeah, she, she did. did. <laughs> I had to go tell my neighbor after three days, your your duck doesn't want to come home. She's living in our barn with ours. She said, go right ahead and keep her. That is hilarious. Yep. Okay, so those of you who are saying, okay, well, ducks... Duck eggs are actually very good to use in baking, and some of your top chefs use duck eggs Mm -hmm. because they make cakes very, very moist. And, Bob, how many duck eggs do you use per chicken eggs? You you would use the same amount. Really? If the recipe calls for one, yes. Wait a minute. You're talking to the non-baker. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm like, you know, you're wrong. I'm not turn my head yes mary i'm gonna say as the (laughs) baker of the house i would definitely say that i just equal it out if it calls for one large egg i put in one large duck egg a duck egg is Mm -hmm. so much richer which makes cakes and everything just just that much better they just bust with flavor i know but i thought it was two chicken eggs to one duck egg no I don't do it that way. Wow. Are duck mm-hmm. eggs bigger? Yes. yes. Oh, they're, okay. they're about double on everything, too, right. as far as nutrition and oh, wow. cholesterol and everything. But see, I don't, I don't care for duck eggs um, scrambled like an egg. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Yeah. Because this city girl is not eating a scrambled duck egg. No. <laughs> no, thank you. But the, chi- the flavor of it. your chicken <laughs> eggs oh. is mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing. And can you kind of share a little bit because how you how particular both of you are when it comes to feeding your chickens and your ducks? Well, we there, there's different uh, areas that they consider. You know, like they got regular hens, laying hens for production purposes. Those mm-hmm. are usually leghorn chickens, mm-hmm. and they're in what's known as battery cages, which okay. the bird can't even have enough room to turn around. He's got his feed and his water that comes in front of him in a conveyor belt and his back, her back ends to the back and out drops the egg. Really? Yes. That's oh, wow. the way it works. 
And then they only keep them like that for two years, and then they change them out, and those hens go to the slaughterhouse, and then they go ahead and they bring in new chicks. Um, that is normally what goes on with that, with a regular store-bought egg. But then you also have what's known as cage-free, mm-hmm. okay? And what's what do you got? Cage-free, you would basically, rec- they just, they wander, could be into a, a fenced-in area mm-hmm. where they're allowed to eat grass and bugs. But then you have free-range chickens, which is what ours are. Mm-hmm. Right. Ours, ours is free-range. Range. I can't say they're organic because the feed comes from a local mill in Armada, and it's Armada, you know, layer food and Armada um, scratch grain. Mm-hmm. You would have to probably research it and probably go and purchase something extremely high quality to have it strictly organic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless these organic farmers don't feed them anything and all they do eat is worms, worms. and bugs and okay. grass. Okay. But the cage-free, the cage-free, I, I think the government says it's like three square feet, which is mm-hmm. not much per bird. No. But we are range-free. We open open up the barn every morning and let them roam around the whole five acres. Mm-hmm. And they roam the whole five acres. You know, and truly what we feed them is we, we watch what we feed them when there's no chemicals. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the biggest thing. It's just no chemicals. And Well, I know that I've gone down to the Eastern Market and I've purchased the free-range eggs at the Eastern Market. Mm-hmm. And they don't have the flavor. They don't taste like your eggs. I actually find more um, double yolks mm-hmm. with your eggs. The yolks okay. I've shown to people, the yolks are not yellow. They're they orange. are bright orange. Yeah, sunshine. And they're, I mean, it. the only thing that's different also is that when you have you could tell when you have a fresh egg everyone is mm-hmm. because you can't just boil and peel a fresh egg either because mm-hmm. of the protective layer that nature has placed around these eggs and then also how how long do your eggs last in the refrigerator well that depends a lot of people um when when a production house washes eggs, there's a natural layer that's washed away with it. Mm-hmm. And so generally those eggs are good for probably about 90 days, mm-hmm. you know, four months, somewhere in there. And with ours, we don't wash them. If we don't wash them, you can actually keep that egg in the refrigerator for a year. Okay. So oh, wow. you yeah. hear that. So the eggs that we're getting, when you see that they're yellow on the inside and you know, you're looking at an expiration date. Those eggs could have been laid at any point in time. Yes. Yes. Now, here's here's something that a lot of the general public doesn't know. Mm-hmm. If you really want to know if an egg is actually good because of the shell leaking in air from the membrane mm-hmm. being broke down because of age, if the egg floats, put it in water. If mm-hmm. the egg floats, it's bad egg. Don't eat it. Don't really? Eat it. Wow. Don't eat it. Okay, guys, so I'm going to say if the egg floats, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Mm -hmm. So I can basically just go home. Well, I can't go to my home because we don't eat any eggs. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right. (laughs) We will go without eggs forever. Until we can get a hold of Bob. <laughs> yes, I got to come and travel into your house. Yes, you. you are welcome traveling to my house. But um, it's just a big difference. And what's funny is Bob washes our eggs. And he started washing our eggs because, oh, I'm sorry, Mary washes. We're learning a lot today. Right? Yes, right. But Mary washes our eggs because my daughter Janelle when we first started getting eggs from Bob about four years ago, yes, Janelle was 13. That was hilarious. <laughs> and Janelle would put on rubber gloves. <laughs> double rubber gloves. Double rubber, rubber gloves. gloves. She would put on a double mm. layer of rubber gloves, and she would wash the eggs with those rubber gloves on. You know, and I'm I would just grab an egg, wash it, you know, really good, put it to the side. No, not Janelle. Janelle had the double rubber gloves. She'd wash the eggs, and then she put them to the side. A layer of gloves would come off, and she washed the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and then she would crack the eggs and do what she needed to do with the eggs. However, 
My daughter, who loves eggs, after eating Bob's eggs, she would not eat anyone else's eggs. She literally refuses to eat any eggs. And Delon has tried to bring eggs into the house since he's been here. And Janelle's like, Janelle's like, I'm not eating those eggs. They will will sit in the fridge for weeks. Weeks. Can I give you a little history here? Yes. Okay, if you go back, I mean, I'm older than you are, but if you go back to our grandparents' times, before refrigeration, I mean, our home is 115 Mm -hmm. years old. Mm -hmm. They didn't have refrigeration whatsoever. Yes. And There's not many out there, but you can find them. There used to be little baskets wire that are chicken. They you look like chickens. Mm -hmm. And our grandparents used to collect the eggs in there, and that's where they would use them from. They never were put in refrigeration. You are right. Because as long as the protective layer was not washed off, the bacteria couldn't penetrate the eggs. So they last an awful long time at room temperature. Okay, so my my love logical people Hmm. out here, my listeners... This is good to know because we are, many of us are becoming healthier and we're, we yes. want to learn, um, healthy ways to eat. So not only are you getting that, you know, that chickens are, they're, they're good for you. Chicken mm. eggs are good for you. A lot yes. of people don't understand. It used to be that if you had too many, too much chicken eggs, you'd end up with a lot high cholesterol. But they've mm-hmm. proved that to be False. not true. Yeah, yes, yep. yes, it's not true. So, One other thing, mm-hmm. Michelle, is is just like people, mm-hmm. chickens come in all colors. Do they? Yes, they do. I didn't okay. know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. They come in every color out there. Okay, and just so you know. That a white leghorn chicken uh-huh. is the only, other than a brown leghorn uh-huh. with white ears, that will lay you a white egg. Every other hen out there uh-huh. that has any pigmentation on them, even if it's uh, just a stripe of black feathers, uh-huh. will lay, lay a tan to dark brown egg. Oh, wow. Now, there is no difference uh-huh. when you are getting eggs from our farm or a, for a cage-free or range-free uh-huh. farm from a white egg to a brown egg. Right, I know that. I people, know that. people are made to think that they need to purchase brown eggs to be healthier. Yes. Oh no. I and swear it's so it is so wrong. No. It and is. if if you know when Bob brought you eggs, yes. there were always mixed with yeah, some white. Yeah, there's a mixture. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because we do have white hens, mm-hmm. leghorn hens. That's why so many white eggs are in the store mm-hmm. because leghorns will lay one egg a day to a brown hen which lays an egg every about 36 hours. Okay. So they're about 10 hours behind a, a white hen. Okay. Okay. So, That's oh, so, wow. I did not know that. See? I really thought that brown eggs were just healthier because like they were the fresher egg. No. 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 That's so no. funny. I, I love this. This is so cool. So, and now we're going to move on from the chickens. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> but on. The one story I know about the chickens, mm-hmm. um, it was the chicken sitting in the tub floating on its back. <laughs> Okay, like, I literally, I like, I'm like, why would my mom send me a picture of this chicken? And this chicken looks like it's just gone. And then literally, like, he, he like pokes it, and the chicken like jumps up, and it was floating in the water, like, like it was just floating on, the back. on its back, it like just, it was like it was sunbathing. Yeah, yeah. like I've never, water. I've never seen anything like that. I thought, thought that was chicken, amazing. We thought the chicken was dead. Yeah, <laughs> chickens, chickens, believe it or not, do sunbathe. You yeah. should see them when the heat's on and the sun's out. Uh-huh. They come and they lay on their side and out go their wings and they just sit there. And they'll dig holes. They'll, oh, and they love to bath. dig holes. They dig. Yeah, they don't bath. like to get in water. Uh-huh. They dust bath themselves. They dig holes and throw all that dirt on their back. Wow. And then they get out and they shake it off and all this dust just flies everywhere. Why was that one floating then? That wasn't our our chicken. I okay. actually found mm-hmm. I found that movie uh, that video on the internet. Okay, I, actually, I think it was somebody from Europe, and it was yeah, it was hilarious. I saw that. Yeah, and I did the same thing. Yeah. I laughed forever because yeah. I thought that I thought the chicken was dead. Then all of a sudden, he pokes it, and the chicken jumps up. Like, why are you messing with me? I was yeah. I was, I was, I was busy. I was comfortable. <laughs> just to, just to end on that, chickens are far from stupid. Let me tell you, I can tell that yeah. they hear my voice. Mm-hmm. You think I'm Mother Goose? They come running. Well, they're looking for treats. You mm. give them treats every time. <laughs> He's telling Guilty. Them, yeah. yeah. So, Bob, one of yes. the other things about you that was intriguing is when I shared Love Logical with Bob for the first time, 
Mm-hmm. Bob, um, you shared with me about your love logical brother, Chuck. Yes. And I've always asked about Chuck ever since. Um, Bob and Chuck actually, we, he shared a story with me that's out there on my website under Robert Montgomery and his brother Chuck. So can you explain to us how Chuck came into your life? Sure. It's a, it's a little bit of a process, but mm-hmm. um, Chuck was born in 1984. He was actually born in Marquette, uh, Michigan up there. And uh, his mother was a full-blooded American Indian. So they moved to the, uh, the uh, reservation over there in Sault Ste. Marie. Mm-hmm. Well, she was less than a good mother. She beat Chuck. She beat her older daughter, Chuck's Chuck's older sister, and uh, beat Danny and Chris. And uh, well, anyways, make a long story short, the tribe really never did anything about it. Mm -hmm. And then their sister wound up going to uh, a nursing home because she was beat so badly. She was a she was basically never going to get over three uh, months of age. So she's actually in a nursing home to this day in Marquette. Mm-hmm. And um, then when uh, the his mother actually put the kids out to the side of the road to beg for money, that's when the state of Michigan finally stepped in and said, okay, if the Indians aren't going to do something, we're going to do something. Mm-hmm. So my mother was uh, living in Ingadine, Michigan, that's where I actually went to high school at. Ingadine? Ingadine. Sonny okay. Sonny Elliott made that place. Okay. Uh, he used to he was a weatherman, local yeah. weatherman years yes. ago. Delighted so he used to say him. No, no that's <laughs> way before my time. When he, when he did the weather he'd say Ing, right here in Ingadine or Ingadine. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. And um so mom was living there, and uh, so she was a foster mother. Mm-hmm. So she went ahead, and, and they went ahead and contacted her, and she brought in the three boys, uh, Chris, Charlie, and Dan. Mm-hmm. And then they went ahead and um, uh, took care of him. And my mom wound up actually adopting the, the, the three boys. Mm-hmm. So right there, I wound up with a brother. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my mom took care of Chuck for a while. And then uh, when my sister got old enough, kind of like uh, went ahead and took care of Chuck after that for a couple of years. But then Chuck started to get out of control. Mm-hmm. And my sister just wasn't the right person for the job. And uh, so I went up there. He was running all around the UP. He was like uh, homeless, living in a tent, stuff like that. How old was he at that time, Bob? At that time, he was 29. Okay. At that time, mm-hmm. yeah, 29. And then uh, I went up there, and my sister's just like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. So I went ahead and I says, well, I'll go up there and I'll support you. Mm-hmm. You know, do you know? we'll talk about what we need to do. Mm-hmm. So when I got up there, the next time I got pulled aside and says, you take custody of Chuck when we were up there. It's just like, well, I never really gave it any thought. But, you know, it was either, there was two choices at that point. Mm-hmm. Either Chuck went to me, you know, is me being his guardian or he's going to go to the state. Okay. And mm-hmm. you just don't get very good care from a state guardian. Right. They just, it's true. You're a number. You're a number. And that's it. And I knew he wasn't going to get anything. And poor Mary Beth, she's just kind of like sitting there. And I stood up, you know, because the judge asked me if I would take him. And I said, yeah, okay. And Mary Beth just she was just as shocked as I was, basically, mm-hmm. probably more. <laughs> yes, I was like, oh, my God, I am now a mother to a 29-year-old. Right. Just in the matter of a few minutes. And so. for those of you, um, Chuck has special needs. Yes, Chuck yes. is mentally disabled because of the severe beatings that he took at mm-hmm. at three years of age. And his, uh, his IQ is at 72. And it puts him at nine years, six months. Mm-hmm. And he's never going to get older than that. So that's that's been a uh, that's been a challenge ever since. But you you two have done such an amazing job with Chuck. Thank you. You really have. Well, I appreciate it, but I, I, I got to give, you know, probably if anybody did more than 
anything. It, it had to be Mary Beth. But Chuck did a lot actually himself. Mm-hmm. I got to give credit to Chuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of it was almost wind up like a teamwork kind of a thing, you know. I kind of like took care of the legalese, the legal beagle stuff. Mm-hmm. And as far as the hands-on stuff, Mary Beth would always make sure that Chuck was taken care of, you know, whether it be to the dentist or making him meals Told you or, you were awesome. <laughs> or anything like that. She took care of him. Well, it's that, you know, point of always wanted to be a nurse, mm-hmm. worked for doctors for years. So stepping in and taking care of him was kind of easy for me. But even you, if he was challenging at times. Yeah, but there are many people who would not step up, especially with Chuck having, you know, the mental disabilities that he has. And for you to to go to go and check on him mm-hmm. to find out that you're going to become his legal guardians. And instead of getting in your car and leaving, saying it's not gonna happen, mm-hmm. you both stepped up and you stepped up together. That's a beautiful thing. And that mm-hmm. means a lot. When I first um, learned about Chuck, Bob, um, Chuck was in a, like a um, independent living. He was what's in that known as SIP housing. What, mm-hmm. what was going on with that is that the uh, county of Macomb was getting funding from the state of Michigan. And he would get his medicine from a central office mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then... He was supposed to be able to take care of himself, but he really wasn't. But we wanted to try and keep him as as independent as mm-hmm. possible. So Mary Beth would cook him meals and then freeze them. Mm-hmm. So it's really all he had to do was like microwave them. As far as you know, we we never worried about him just microwaving meals. Uh, we didn't care too much for him cooking, you know. Yeah. But microwaving was fine. And uh, then the uh, state of Michigan came in and pulled the rug out from that and they gave us like 15 days 15 yeah that was days like no of, time at no all time at none all. back with us yeah. yeah state of michigan's great for that they just go ahead and just call you up and say come get them there was a, actually there's a whole group of people there and there's a lot of them that actually wound up in homeless shelters so. wow so they they just literally tossed them out Yes. 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 This, this, wow. The county, the Macomb County, took a twenty-two percent pay cut in mental health. They were being paid well above the rest of the counties in Michigan. So when the thing came down, the hammer came down hard, and Macomb County took one of the biggest hits out there. What so year was that? That was just two years ago. Two years. Oh ago. wow. Two years ago. The, yeah, two years ago. Now it's just coming up. Well, it'll be April, and they just they just said sorry. If he doesn't make $26,000 a year, he cannot stay in this housing. And he had a roommate. And between the two of them, they didn't make that. So they basically were said, see ya, you don't take him, he goes to a homeless shelter. Because he didn't make it even with the um, with the government funding that he had. It was less than 26000 a year, wasn't it? Oh, right. my God, yes. Yeah, not That's even what close to that. Not That's what I thought. He gets... Everything he gets now that he's in a wonderful, I can't tell you, the best group home he could ever be placed in. He's in the UP now. He's in the UP and just outside of Sault Ste. Marie. And Bob kept his promise. Within five years, we got him back to the UP where Mm -hmm. he was born and bred. Um, Still wants his independence, but he, I, I can't say enough about that group home. I mean, they're on him. They know his ways like I do. They stay on top of him. Um, He likes to pull laziness, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to hygiene. Mm -hmm. And they stay on him. We just went up and took him as Christmas, and he did not know we were showing up. And as a surprise visit, he was clean as a whistle, and so was his room. And we were very impressed. I'm telling you, um, the love, the love is just... But that's that's the other thing too is is that we I can't tell you the group home that he went to the the lady who runs the the the, the whole group home there Holly I couldn't have asked for somebody better to be able to take over and lets me sleep at night knowing that she takes care of him just the same way that I take care of him yeah because you know I know that you you used to worry about him a lot. Mm-hmm. And a story that I want to share, and I hope you're okay with me sharing, is, um, can I share about the date? 
Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, Chuck had a girlfriend, mm-hmm. and they were in the same group home together. And Chuck is, um, like I said, American Indian. Mm-hmm. And his girlfriend was African American. Yes. And they both had their, their, their limitations. And Chuck wanted to take her out on a date. Mm-hmm. So Bob set up, Bob and Mary now, I know Mary now, it's on all, all this. <laughs> See, I didn't know all this before today, so I know Mary's on all this. So Bob and Mary set up a romantic dinner for Chuck and mm-hmm. his girlfriend at their house. And it turned out to be a good evening. I think that you remember, you remember talking about that? Yeah, but couldn't they couldn't do that though? Oh, I thought you did it. No, we oh, were going I'm sorry. To. Okay, was going to. Okay, I'm no, sorry. They wanted to, but her guardian said no. Said no. Okay, okay, but I know that. Oh, then I know you were going to do yes. that, and I thought that that was just the most enduring thing for you guys, enduring thing for you to want to do. I mm. really do, and the fact that. You've shown Chuck love, and he has seen the two of you, and I truly believe that that's why Chuck was so determined to have a relationship and to have um, that 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 woman who would love him because of what he has seen in the two of you. Because in the time, and you may think that he may not be old enough to know the difference, and I know that he, the hormones and all of that, but... He has seen something in both of you that he probably hadn't seen prior at all. Because I've known Bob now for a little over six years. Yes. And ever since I've known Bob, I've known how deep his love is for Mary Beth. You know? And it is. I know how wonderful his heart is as well. As mine is for him. Yes. Yes. We keep saying, I love you more. Yeah. I told her tonight, I said, I don't know, because I, I know how much he loves you. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I know how much he loves you. And I honestly, it's very rare that you see a man declare his love for a woman on a regular basis, and he does not care who knows how much he loves his woman. And that's just I have to give it to She's you. She's my everything. Yeah. I'll I tell t- you what, if it wasn't if it wasn't for her, I couldn't have done it with Chuck. Mm-hmm. Because we were a team. Yes. And as that team, they are a blended family. Mm-hmm. How many do you have how many children do you have, Mary Beth? Three. And Bob? I have four. So they have seven children between them. And I just learned tonight that they have grandchild number seven on the way. Yes. And if you hear Bob talk about his love logical granddaughter, mm-hmm. the, <laughs> she's, how old is she now? She'll be seven on the seven. 22nd. The sun rises and sets. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, she's See a little finger right there? Uh, she, she's uh, wrapped all around it. Well, if the, if yes. the rest of them lived in Michigan. Uh-huh. Oh, they'd be the same They would way. be the same way. Yes. 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 But since she's the one here, she's mm-hmm. definitely wrapped. She wrapped, wrapped, wrapped. Bob, I mean, you know how they said that um, that a man can love a child so much to where you can run a Mack truck up his nose and he wouldn't know any difference because <laughs> that child gets away with everything. He loves his grandchildren so yes. much. And it's just, that's why I said he's everything. When I say everything love logical, and now I've learned today, Mary Beth is as well. Yes. They are everything love logical. DNA not required. That's correct. It does not matter. Yep. It's, it's pure love. And this is a man who has also accepted Mary Beth's ex you know, he when he was sick, wanted to see his grandchildren. This man got in his truck with Mary Beth 
and drove to meet him so that he could see his grandkids. Men, 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 men. That's a man. That's a man. Any man that can not only accept a woman and her children and grandchildren as his own, but then can also accept her ex and anyone else that has been attached to this woman, that's a man. And any woman who can, women, any woman who can take in this man's biological and love logical brothers and love them and help find out the day of that she's going to become a guardian and not only she stepped up and she did it and Chuck is probably well beyond what anyone would have ever truly expected yeah. Chuck to be mm-hmm. above you know? and beyond uh, yes and these are two people where God put it on my heart to have Bob here tonight and I told him, bring Mary, bring Mary Bell with you, bring her with you, bring her with you. And he, he did. And I am so glad that he did because this has given me the opportunity to meet a woman whose heart is as big as mine. Mm-hmm. You know? Thank you. And also, all of us here, with the exception of, of my child, we'll just, all of us, all of us grown folks. <laughs> Hold on, hold on now, hold on now. He's thirty-two. He, he's he's a grown fool. He hasn't got the. the I ain't got the folk. He ain't got yet. the folk. Got the folk he's yet. just a folk. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you a grown. F- How's that? The f- <laughs> Not quite a full syllable yeah. yet. Right. <laughs> Maybe when you hit thirty-five. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Okay. All of Keep us living. grown folks at the table are Detroit born and raised. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Detroit born and raised. Yeah. Mary Beth, you raised on the east side, far east side, bordered Gross Point. Yeah. Far east side, Bob. Yeah, east side. I was uh, well. I was born in Mount Clemens. Mm-hmm. Uh, lived all around the state pretty much, but I wound up finishing high school in the UP. So when everyone says you're a Michiganier, it's just like... Oh, you're not a Detroit. I take that back. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I identify. I spend most of my life in St. Clair Shores. That's not Detroit. (laughs) (laughs) Metro Detroit. There's something I I want to disagree with you on. Now, unlike me, I'm a Finney High School graduate. Thank you. Finney High School might not exist anymore because they leveled it and they made it... Uh, East, East English, no East English Preparatory Academy. Yeah. It will always be known as Finney. Yeah. And I am CT Cast Tech. Cast Tech. Tech. Yes, yeah. born and raised Detroiter. You are a metropolitan Detroiter, and we do accept you with love. <laughs> so, what oh, does that yeah. mean? I am a Portage, Portage, Michigan. Yeah, yeah. you're Portage, Michigan, but I love you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but. The only thing I want to say is, is that mm-hmm. also is, is that the whole Metro Detroit area, whatever happens in Detroit affects the entire area. That's true. So we're all Detroiters. Mm, not yeah. giving you that one. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I have to disagree on, and you know, everybody no. out there, give you something to think about, because when Bob referred to, he didn't quite get the word Michiganian out. Yes. I my mother died when I was 17 and it's been 43 years. Yes. And to this day I can hear her say we are not Michiganders. We are not male birds. <laughs> we are Michiganians and get it straight. Well, you know how that started. I've heard that before. No, you know how that that actually started. How? Be, being an amateur, you know, historian, uh-huh. I, I I found out that the, the root cause of that, actually, way back at, before Michigan became a state, we mm-hmm. had a dispute with Ohio, mm-hmm. okay? And there was the Ohio border war or whatever you want to call it. You know, there was really no bloodshed on it. Uh, but the Ohio people, to make fun of us, mm-hmm. called us Michiganians. No, mm-hmm. Michiganders. Mm-hmm. They called us Michiganders after the birds mm-hmm. because we were bird brains. Oh, oh okay. that's really cool. Yeah. That's really good history to know. Yeah. So let's change that word to Michiganians. 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 So we are Michiganians. And I am going to give you Detroit, Bob, because Detroit's in your heart. 
It and is. Bob does a lot to help the veterans in the city of Detroit. Thank you for that. Yes. And, You're welcome. you know, so we're going to give you that Detroit because I know people from all over Michigan that do deem themselves as Detroiters when they especially when they go out of town. Mm-hmm. They're quick to say they're from Detroit. I can say that. You know, and Detroit is one of the cities where you can go and visit and you're going to be accepted as family. I think mm-hmm. Detroiters are big on accepting mm-hmm. family as long as you have a love for our city mm-hmm. and you treat our city right. So that's part of why my shirts say Detroit fam now. DNA not required. Mm-hmm. Is because you you want to be a part of that Detroit family. Yeah, Colorado. If in Colorado, if you wear a D- Detroit Tigers hat, you'll have people just walking up to you from everywhere, like Detroit. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, wait, they'll tell you where they're from at in Detroit, and it's like, oh, you know, Schoolcraft, Wyoming, like, oh, West Side. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's it's, yeah. it's well, you know, you're from Michigan too when you show people on your hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. where you're from. <laughs> Don't forget the other hand. Yeah, the yeah. other hand. Backwards. Up there. Yeah. <laughs> for, oh, that's okay. For, yeah, up, up for the UP. Here's the bunny ear up here. Yeah. yeah. The there, there's another piece of history. I, I think it was 1958. Mm-hmm. They actually passed a piece of legislation in Lansing to force everybody to put the UP of Michigan on the map because it was never on the map before. Really? Oh, wow. Really. And when they went ahead and built the Mackinac Bridge to connect the two peninsulas, and then they went ahead and passed the legislation that forced everybody who made maps put the UP of Michigan on it. Okay. I have never been up to the UP. Me neither. I've not been to Mackinac Island or Traverse City. You're missing out. And those are things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who know me, when you're driving up, up to the UP or you're going to Mackinac City, Traverse Island, please, if you have room, call and say, hey, Michelle, come and ride with us because I love beauty. Mm-hmm. I love nature. And there are waterfalls mm-hmm. and trees. Kayaking. And, yes, there's so much to do up there. So, please, remember, call Michelle and say, <laughs> we're going do you want to ride? We have room. Because um, I really want to start going camping again, too. Mm-hmm. And I don't have anyone to camp with. Um, well, me. if you go camping up there, mm-hmm. make sure you bring the bug spray. Lots, Lots of, of it. Okay. Because the black flies eat you. Yes. Like horse flies? Yes. They mm-hmm. hurt. Oh, I know horse flies hurt. Like, they, I don't know what. They bore holes in they, you. Oh, they're awful. Okay, we don't need to go camping then. We could just go visit and find a nice hotel. Cabin, a cabin in the woods. There you go. Just have just your bug consider, spray for mosquitoes. Just consider roughing it as like having no room service available. Yep. Just work it that way. Yeah, when I was younger, we used to go to Port Huron to the um to the campgrounds there. Lakeport. And we would we would actually spend the weekend there. My aunt um Shirley mm-hmm. and would take us there. That was one of the one of the, my best experiences as a child. Mine um, too, because uh, I actually went there with my my aunt Helen, mm-hmm. who was just when she passed away. Part of me went with her, and my uncle John is when we were kids, and uh, it was just an awesome experience. Yeah, right me too. I used to love going up there with my aunt. And then we would also go to um, Point Pelee in Canada with my mom to go look at the water. And let me think of the name of the lake. Oh, I can't remember the lake in Canada that we used to Ontario, go to. Ontario, the big one? No, it's further. It's past um, Toronto. And oh, we would go there. Lake and, Ontario. And we That's would have, um, we would go up there and rent cabins. Mm-hmm. And there would be like, like, 10 families of my father's friends and they would rent out the cabins and they would have the boats there for us to be able to go out on the lake and go fishing. Um, We would have bonfires and things like that. And that was like a part of my extended love logical family growing up. And unfortunately, you know, with me being single and things, I don't have um, families that, that to really go out and do things like that. And I think that I'm going to start implementing some rice lake. 
It was Rice Lake. Lake. Hmm. And I think I'm going to start implementing different things to do because now that my son is home. I'm back. Yeah. He likes to get out in nature like I do. I'm a camper. I I love hiking. Yeah. Kayaking, fishing, like anything outside. Living in Colorado, it, it changed my life. Just being able to hike up mountains and like actually see nature you're you're standing 15 feet from an elk and wondering is this thing gonna get me <laughs> <laughs> you know and I, I miss that I, I would love yeah. to see Michigan I never got to see Michigan growing up even though I did go to Traverse City mm-hmm. um, we never like went hiking or exploring in Traverse City it yeah. was it was like we went to the festival the cherry festival oh and god I love the cherry festival yeah yeah I've never like, been see those well, are things we're gonna have to start doing weekend things I would, I would I'm your tour to. guide of Traverse City, guys. All right. Mm. I that spent, sounds like a plan. My dad, I, I don't, I didn't know any other vacation but Traverse City. And so. then my parents bought a home in 1967 in Interlaken, just um, southwest of Traverse City, mm-hmm. 16 miles. Mm-hmm. So Traverse City is like the back of my hand. And the Cherry Festival, mm-hmm. it's wonderful. It's always the first full week of July. Mm-hmm. And it's got, Many, many people up there that you really don't want to be driving around that town. Mm-hmm. Most of the people that live up there avoid the town. Okay. Because it is swamp crazy mm-hmm. with what they would call, and I, and this is a UP or an up north, mm-hmm. up north term. They call people that come in for those things fudgies. Yes. Because everybody comes up to get the Mackinac Island, Island fudge, fudge or the fudge that's made in Traverse City. So mm-hmm. they call them fudgies mm-hmm. because they don't know where they're going and they get in your way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it sounds like downtown Detroit. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, you get a lot of out-of-town people down there for an event. Yes. Yes. No. After, I, so get, cool. after I do the, my cabin renovations, because I got a place in Hendricks Township. Mm-hmm. You know, you and Delon are you can come up and stay up there all you want. That sounds like a plan. We'll take you Is up that on where that. Chuck was? No Is that the way, that's the place where Chuck was? That's the place where I had Chuck when I yeah. first moved him up there because mm-hmm. I wanted, I, I had to, I had, to, unfortunately, the way the state works, I had to do it that way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no, I, 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 uh, I relied on some uh, friends that I went to high school with up there. Your neighbors. Yes, my you neighbors. You still have neighbors. Oh, yeah. Yes. And they looked over Chuck and made sure that everything was okay. And, and I did I all his listen. cooking. And she did, still did all yeah. his cooking And you there. were running back and forth up there on a regular basis. Yes, he was. Yeah. I was, I was every... home taking care of chickens and dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and cats. cats. And cats. Don't forget, was, we got I our new babies I was running up there now. about... Once every other week. Oh, guys, I'm going to share um, Bob's video on my site. I put it on Instagram, but I'm going to put it on Facebook where you had the dog oh, um, getting into his seatbelt. Oh, her yeah, seatbelt. Her, her seatbelt. Seat I'm sorry. She's yeah. smart as a whip. Yeah. Beautiful, too. Yes, she is. Beautiful. Her sister. Uh-huh. She's beautiful. Laughs. But she is lazy. <laughs> <laughs> she won't jump up in that truck. You better lift her up. Oh, that's funny. But for the dog to get inside of the seatbelt on her own, yeah. I but thought that was really cool. You no, to... he he clicks it in and he tells her to get in. You'll be able to. I'll show you tonight. Okay. It's really cool. What you have to understand about Brandy too is Bob's first time around. He was mm-hmm. not allowed to have animals. Okay, okay. Bob and I both share the love of animals. Mm-hmm. That's why we have a house full. But a good friend that I worked with had a oops litter of lab puppies. And okay. the week before I found out she had these lab puppies, Bob said to me, if I could get a dog, I'd like to get a chocolate lab. Lab. Oh, they're beautiful. Well, unfortunately, the only chocolate in mm-hmm. the group was going to Crystal's mom. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mm, do I tell them? Do I not? It's They won't be ready till January 8th. Mm, do I tell him that I'm getting him a lab for Christmas mm-hmm. or not? You know, because he was not living with me at the time, mm-hmm. but he was living at his brother's. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, I got to tell him. So I told him that he had a puppy coming mm-hmm. and he, he picked a name out. It was special to him. Mm-hmm. And we weren't sure if she was going to be a boy or girl. Mm-hmm. And it's Brandy. And Brandy came to us at eight weeks and has been his sidekick ever since. She reads him like a book. She knows his emotions. If he's having a bad day, she doesn't leave his side. Yeah. If Bob gets upset, she gets upset. Because if she gets upset, he calms down. Love logical pets. <laughs> and love logical pets are a part of your extended family. Because 
my 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 dog Coco. Coco's our family. For mm-hmm. sure. You Ours know? are too. And I grew up with dogs. My mother had one cat, but primarily dogs in my yep. in my world. I mean, I've had guinea pigs. Delon had an iguana. Turtles. And turtles and everything. Mm-hmm. And I had twenty two hamsters. Yeah. Dwarf. Thank you to Ooh. my my daughter's boyfriend. So for those of you who with the love logic with love logical your dogs are part of your love logical family. Your friends are a part of your love logical family. You know, your 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 children. Children. You know, your children's your, friends. Your love oh, logical yes. your love logical parents because mm-hmm. when you become a blended family as I keep saying and as I will continue to say there's no one stepping on anyone in a household where there's a love logical parent yes. because my mother would not allow us to say step because she said nobody was stepping on anybody in her house. And I, I still feel that way. And listening to Bob and Mary, you know that these are love logical parents. Mm-hmm. There are no steps because they're not stepping on anybody. How many, how many years have you guys been together? forever well <laughs> no. we've known each other about 11 mm-hmm. um together soon will be eight eight, mm-hmm. eight years look at look at it right. looking at i know it. i see it and my household went from one dog one cat <clears throat> to five dogs and three cats and now five cats mm-hmm. so we had oh and 80 birds and you know 80 chickens and then there's ducks and but you know we love animals. No horses? Not yet, please. <laughs> <laughs> Bob. We need a horse. A mini horse. We do? Are you gonna yeah. come are you gonna come scoop the stall? No. As soon as soon as I told, <laughs> as soon as I told my granddaughters if you want a horse, you're gonna be over here mocking a stall out. They said, Okay, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, we don't need a horse. We can we can learn. Yeah, I I hear ya, but you know, just like look. I'm looking at him and just like, just like right now, I mean, like I got Chuck, I got two more kitties a month ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. He said, yes. he said, want to go with me for a ride? I said, <laughs> okay. Little did I know the owner was in Florida mm-hmm. because, you know, I had no clue. We get there and we're bringing two kitties home, you know, because Cause Bob her life, Bob. because Bob was Bob and Mary's a sucker for cats. And uh, we have these two beautiful cats that were kind of confused because their personal owner passed away. Yes. And his wife was going to leave them to go to the shelter and be put down because a cat that's 17 years old and one that's nine don't just, have much to. They had much, just lost their daddy. Yeah. And for them to go out in the world, there's not many going to take them, let alone take them together. Mm-hmm. Right. Let me explain um while we were working at FCA, our dear friend, Mike, had cancer, mm-hmm. and he had cancer for many years. We all pitched in to help Mike in any way, shape, or form, but Bob, oh my goodness, Bob Bob walked with Mike every day um, when Mike would have... Um, radiation done on his brain and he was insistent on coming to work bob was by his side bob helped pick up the slack with work everybody pitched in in any way that they possibly could we were truly a love logical family at work you know but bob was the brother the love logical brother to mike um, when Mike started to get frail, Bob was right there. When Mike was insistent to continue working and he couldn't drive to work anymore, Bob drove out of his way to pick Mike up and bring him in to work and to take him home every day, every day. When Mike went into the hospital, 
Bob let us all know, but Bob was right there by his side. Bob was by his side. Um, Bob was there for him in ways that you would not imagine a friend, a true love logical brother to stand by someone's side. And he did it. When, when Mike passed away, Bob helped his family, Mike's family, with funeral arrangements. Bob helped his family by being there to teach them how to do a lot of things. Um, Bob made sure that white Mike's wife understood how to handle household expenses, how to take care of things after the funeral services. And he stood there at the funeral home with her from morning until night. And you would not believe that this was a friendship that had started within the workplace and had grown to family, you know? And Mike could be pretty cantankerous at times, but but he had the biggest heart, and Bob saw that. Mm -hmm. He saw that. You know, and because of Bob, it gave me a chance to see it. And I started talking to Mike because at first I was actually kind of I stood back a little bit because I didn't think that he liked me (laughs) to find out that he did. And he knew that he could be honest with me and that I would be honest with him. We would have some very interesting conversations at work. Mike was very old school. Yeah. And what you got to understand about really old school people is they have it, they can be rather crass. Mm-hmm. And that's almost like their defense mechanism is to jump at you. Mm-hmm. So you don't think they, you know, so they, you, they leave them alone or whatever the heck, have, whatever the reasoning. But I found out real quick, me being from the same cloth, me mm-hmm. and Mike both are toolmakers, is I just jump back. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's really what started all of our relationship, you know. When he barked at me, I barked back. You know? and, I uh, learned to bark at him, so from you. Right, yeah, from me. <laughs> now um, we mew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we go meow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, he was, uh, he was definitely more than just a friend. He was a brother. He's your brother. He, he was definitely a brother. And... Uh, I did do his eulogy. Yes. And, and said that he was your love logical brother and that yeah. just touched my heart. Yeah. That was probably I I've did I did a eulogy for my mother, which was ten almost fifteen minutes mm-hmm. long. Mike, I couldn't do it because he just it the it was just too much. You know, because we were so close. Yeah. And you know, it's when you um when you said that he was your love logical brother and I thought that you were going to um to break down I jumped up mm-hmm. and I was like headed in your direction and saw that you were okay and I kind of stood back a little bit and everybody was looking like where's she going I was about to run right there to be by my brother's side because <laughs> 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 yep. um we we just it was just it was just different you know mm-hmm. and people don't understand Bob truly like I said I can't say how huge um, the heart is that he's shown, and now to find out that his his significant other has a heart as huge as his. It's a beautiful thing, and and it's it is. It's uh, a beautiful hers is bigger. thing. And and Bob, <laughs> share some of the things that you do. Um, we only have a few minutes here, so one of the last things I want to share is you know Bob's very very active, and he's very concerned about our vets. Yes. Yes. What would you like to know? What What are you doing? What are you doing for the vets right now? We do. Me and Mary Beth mm-hmm. both do. You know, we do dinners. Yeah, <laughs> we do dinners at the at the veterans hall. Mm-hmm. We do hold bingo. Uh, she actually, you know, she works at Forgotten Harvest to get food so that we can feed vets. 
make sure, you know, we get them together so that, uh, uh, you know, that we know they're fed and they get social activities Mm -hmm. and, and things like that. Uh, so, I mean, just like, you know, this last Christmas, uh, oddly enough, nobody came up to me today, this time, but I, you know, I told them if I don't want anybody home alone, Mm -hmm. you know, because older people, you know, kids move different states and stuff like that. And then. Mm -hmm. I didn't want anybody left home alone. So, you know, when I was doing bingo on the last night, I asked them, you know, if anybody wants me to cook dinner, I'll cook. Okay. Let me know. All know. right. Do you need help? Yeah. We always <laughs> yeah. need help. We always yeah. need Let help. Let us know. You know, yeah. you know, it's a small town. Memphis is just north of where we're at. Okay. And it's a small town, and it's just, um, it's a wonderful little town. Mm-hmm. But I think over the years, things have changed and people are busy with their lives and they need to they need to start coming out and meeting and greeting and 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 being involved with the American Legion that we're with, Mm -hmm. because the American Legion stands there for their children. Okay, that the hall is there for the schools Mm -hmm. to use the baseball organizations, the Boy Scouts of America, the Girl Scouts as well. Okay, it's there. There's no charge to use them. Okay. But without their support coming in and helping us come to fundraisers like our chicken dinner that's going to be on the 18th and then um, our breakfasts or our spaghetti dinners or pretty soon Lent, you know, fish fries, we can't keep the lights on in the building. Okay. It's, it's getting to the point where the community needs to wake up and really needs to know this. Because there's a lot of valuable things that the American Legion, I mean, uh, uh, they also, they, they've been there for 100 years. Okay. Okay. And there's a lot of things that they that they do that people don't know about, uh, mainly is uh, we're there for other veterans. Yeah. Right. Yeah, veteran services. Mm-hmm. Veteran services. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the reason why they call them actually VSOs, Veteran yeah. Service Organizations. Okay. Uh, so if you ever need help with the, you know... Uh, filing a claim for the VA yep. or where to get emergency aid at yep. because That's a lot of American people Legion? yeah yes. mm-hmm. and there's okay. a lot of people don't even know about the Michigan Veterans Trust Fund uh, whether or not it's you know whether it's you know how do you qualify and all that other good stuff okay so we, we help enlighten them with mm-hmm. what's what's out there to them okay and just really quick before you end your segment mm-hmm. here is. The poppy fun, which comes up, I mean, we start selling poppies usually before yes. Memorial Day because mm-hmm. that's when everybody wants to see the, the you know, the, the poppies come out. People are unaware. I mean, until I stood and told them, the poppy fun is only used for veterans in need. So any veterans that are in need can go to any local organization that has, you know, VFW, AMVETS, you know, um, American Legion. If there's money in their poppy fund and you show a need for it, it is given to you. Okay. It cannot so be used for anything else but a veteran. That's the VFW. That's AMVETS. That's the And AMVETS. the American Legion. Right. And that would be the that would be those organizations throughout Michigan mm-hmm. where if a veteran is in need, they can go and if they have money in their poppy fund they can get help. If they need help paying their electric bill, their gas bill, getting their prescriptions, there's money that's sitting in these. And in, in what people don't realize is this money cannot be kept over from year to year to year. So it needs to go to the needy veterans. Okay. And people are unaware of that's what the pop- poppies are used for. So we're going to have to have a, another segment mm-hmm. just so we could talk about veterans. the veterans. Oh, I'd love it. And what mm-hmm. the too. veterans. And I would love to have you do that. And then, Bob, bring your friend mm-hmm. who you work with a lot with the vets. Sure. I would love to have you guys come back so that we can talk about what's needed. Because my father was a veteran mm-hmm. as well as um, many of my uncles were veterans. My son is a veteran. Um so, and I have my best friend, Kim, works at the VA, yep. you know, um, so, and I would love for us to sit down and have a segment on our vets because they should be a part of 
everyone's love logical heart. Yes. Because they are a part of our extended community. And they were the ones who were brave enough to defend the freedom that we have. Yes. Exactly. So we're going to have to come back and do that one. But Bob, that's what, that's what teaches you being part of being part of, I mean, because Delon can, can, you know, vouch mm-hmm. for this. When you're part of big, something bigger than yourself, mm-hmm. that's also what helps you with the love logical thing. Yes. Because when you go out on a ship, when I was on an aircraft carrier, there was 5,500 5, 5, other guys out there. But literally, you went out on that ship alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless you are able to function totally on yourself and you mm-hmm. can't, you're going to need to make friends. You're going to need to make get your, you know, just you needed the support of your your brothers and your shipmates. That's okay. what it's all about in the military. You yeah. betcha. My dad was World War II. Okay. So he got yes. lucky. He was on the med ship. He didn't see action. He only saw the wounded. So I'm going to have to close out tonight. And I want to say thank you for listening to Love Logical DNA Not Required. I want to thank both Bob and Mary for being here, of course, my co-host, my son. Um, I hope that you enjoyed listening to this man's and this woman's true love logical hearts where they reached every part of love logical with the foster, adopted, blended, and extended families. So um, if you have any questions of them, um, or want to share or find out more information, just email me at info at lovelogical.com and I'll pass that on. But until we see each other again, remember that family is biological by nature, love logical by choice. So otherwise, DNA is not required.